0: Welcome to the Happy Customer Channel. This week's guest is Al Amigo on how to deal with difficult customers. This week's host is Peter Meir, recorded at Miami's Villain Theater. Hello, and welcome to the Happy Customer Channel. My name is Peter Meer and we are at Villain Theater in Little Haiti, Miami. Each week, we'll be learning about customer care from experts, learning their tips and best practices. Today's lesson is customers. And we're gonna be employing our strategy, which is Laura. LAURA is an acronym for Listen, Acknowledge, Understand, Relate, and Act. Let's start off with the first letter, listen. We're talking about active listening here. That's where you are listening, not to respond, but to understand. Next is to acknowledge them. What does acknowledging mean? It means to see them, to be able to connect with them in just a second. It doesn't take a long time. Doing things like saying their names allows them to feel more connected to what's going on. Next up. Understand, you've got to understand your customers with empathy, put yourself in their shoes. That's what's gonna allow them to be able to feel like they're talking to somebody who cares. Then we've got to relate. Relating is all about being personal. You wanna be able to feel like you're having a regular conversation with a friend. Being able to feel that way will deescalate any situation because it'll allow the customer to feel like they're talking to somebody they know. And finally, you've got to act. Come through with that promise. They're asking for something you can't do, offer them an alternative. Nothing backs up what you're saying more than your actions. So, today we have with us Alvaro D'Amico with over 10 years of experience in customer care, being able to work in hospitality and at call centers. And thanks. So, thank you so much for being here, Al. Yeah, thank you for having me. We're excited. So, this is gonna be really easy. We're talking about um, dealing with angry customers, mm-hmm. frustrated customers. <laughs> Uh, I don't know any other words, any other adjectives that you would use (laughs) for those type of customers. Um, That's a, whenever people think about customer care or working on a phone, that's like their fear. Yeah. Uh, uh, How do you deal with that? And so, um, but give us some tips, you know, how do you deal with angry
1: customers? Yeah, I think for me always it's been, don't take it personal, you know, whatever happens uh, within the the timeframe that you're working. And if I have someone angry at me, I just try to look at it from the business point of view and not a personal attack on me as a person. Like that person doesn't know anything about me. I don't know anything about them. What we have is that moment, and so I just try to deescalate as much as I can within my control. And then just you know, once that call or encounter is over, I just move on to the next one with a fresh perspective. Like turn the page. You can't drag it with you. You know. Yeah, the
0: the, the personal thing makes a lot of sense, which yeah. is
1: that obviously you're gonna start feeling stuff. It feels like they're insulting you. How do you separate it in your mind? Well, when I first started like real, like like hard customer service, I would take it to heart and be like, and then it would ruin the next calls that I had and I already had like gloom over it. And it came to a point where I just was like, okay, this is ruining my literal day-to-day. I would go home with it call my mom on my lunch break and somebody yelled at me (laughs) and then my mom was like suck it up like this is how it is this is the corporate world this is the customer service world and always put your my mom would tell me put yourself in the person's shoes Mm -hmm. if they're upset something went wrong that your company did not provide or did not follow through with so put yourself in their shoes and and then i started doing that and i was like okay this makes sense you know like I would probably be upset as well if this happened to me X, Y, or Z. Right. And then I would deal with that and then again just taking the personal feelings out of it and just know that the next phone call might be the best customer you've ever had. Right. You know, so you can't go into it already yeah. like, oh, I'm going to get healed. That like, makes yeah. a lot of sense because it doesn't just impact that call, it might
0: impact the whole rest of your day. Yeah, it just throws your flow. Do you yeah. take like a break if you had like an especially like
1: rough call? And- yeah. I'll okay. take a breather. <laughs> take a breather. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Just breathe it out yeah. and just go back into it and just put on your, hey, right me. <laughs>
0: Come on back. Yeah. yeah. It's like a
1: new page. You just start over. Absolutely. So you have to have that presence of mind to be
0: able to be objective about it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Has there been any things like tips that you picked up along the way where you start to feel it out? Oh, this may be going bad. Or like, you know, or maybe as soon as they say hello, you already know there's something there. tone, yeah. Right, the tone is kind of off. So, um, what are some of the things that you do when you feel it right away, even before you've said a word, so you know it's not your fault? It's already coming in hot.
1: Uh, to me, it's two things I would say: active listening and trying not to say no. You oh, know, okay. right away. If, like, let's say the the call or the encounter is going, they don't, they're not getting what they want. They need a specific thing, and uh, it's not available for whatever reason. I can't provide it. I won't just be like no. But you can always say. I can't do this, but what I can do is that. And that's okay. something that I picked up at uh, the W Hotel when I worked in the, the hospitality. Uh, the whole model of the W is you never say no to the guests. Which you hard to imagine, yeah, yeah. Kind of like crazy. With some high-end people, you know, yeah. they want specific things. Um, and you can't say no, but you can always offer alternatives, offer options like, hey, I don't have this ocean front room for you, but I do have this other beautiful suite. I upgraded it, it's bigger than the ocean front. I can throw in breakfast for you, you know, and then if you adapt that into any scenario, any, it doesn't just have to be hospitality. Hey, I can't uh, waive your late fee, but I can give you some points. Um, you know, I can lower your APR, but if you're in banking, you know, just always okay. have Another option in the back of your pocket, like I'm gonna use this card.
0: Okay, know? cool. So you definitely have this experience dealing with customers that are angry. How would you train someone else to be able to do that?
1: Yeah, I think, with that there's probably two uh aspects of it there's you know the, the base of what the job is you know you teach what the position is or what, what the responsibilities are but then there's all these other circumstances that are just kind of play them by ear like the, things are going to show up that are not going to be in the training so when i would train someone to do like let's say a call center you know to get the calls i would first just teach them the basis okay you have to hit these points in the call you have to This is where you do this, this is where you do that, you know, and then they're going to have, like I said, situations that are not covered in training or in, you know, part of the the job, you're going to have random calls and things that you don't know, even when you've been 10 years in the company. So I think it's always important to teach um, active listening and to teach not a script but more like a, like a human side of things, you know? Right. Like people like to talk to, pe- to humans. Yeah. That's we- one of the things I would always get at American Express is that if I wanted to talk to a machine, I would have just gone through the automated prompter. I want a person, like don't talk to me, like, I'm like you're reading off a script. Wow. And that clicked, I'm like, you know what? You're right, because you can't just press one, press two, press four, Yeah. But do yeah. everything. So if you're getting to a live person, be human, be yourself, kind of bring yourself into the job. And as long as you've got the bases, you know the, the cover, You cover all your bases, and you are active listening. I I think that's the best training. It's just human connection. Is there any specific, really, like any specific training for dealing with bad customers or dealing with you know angry people? Yeah, at de-escalating a lot of we did a lot of I've done modules and, and trainings and just de-escalating and again, so so tell me about these de-escalating. How yeah, does that so work? let's say a call comes in and they're already like, I want to speak to the manager. Are you a manager? No, I'm not a manager, but I I, I want to try to assist you first. Maybe it's something that I can do before we get my manager involved. May I please know what the the, the nature of your call is? Well, I'm upset because there is, let's use banking, a late fee on my statement. All right, well, I have your account here. Let's let's let me look into it. Let me see what I can do first. You know, because nine out of ten times you have the power to either waive something or fix it right then and there. You don't even have to get a manager involved. Right. Um, so de escalating, just making sure that without overstepping boundaries that you're yeah. persistent and Hey, I want to help you. I have just as much power. Let me, I'm not just a phone rep. I want to help you. I want to, you know, be that person. Yeah. And then nine out of the 10 times, they'll feel, okay, you know what? I have this going on mm-hmm. and then you see the late fee and then you see that they paid a day late, literally, you know. Right. and you're like, well, I do see that your due date is this. Is this a good due date for you? Does it does it work? Uh, do you want me to change your due date? Maybe uh, we can make it a week later. How's, right. you know? Well, yeah, actually, that might be better. You know, and then they start to open up. when Once they see that you're actually providing not just textbook or scripted answers, that you're actually literally looking at their problem. Yeah. And then at the end, you know, you just wrap it up with a nice, hey, was there anything else I can help you with? And we didn't even have to get the, the managers involved. Just, okay.
0: So you don't you didn't have to in that case. That's kind of the goal is to make sure that it's not super, uh, going to supervisors and escalating to that level. Right. What happens when it does? Like, it, do the supervisors have any
1: special power that you don't? What are they doing that's so different than what you're doing? I think they do, it's just a title thing. Okay. They like to hear the, the title of it, you know, the manager, the supervisor, yeah. as opposed to like the phone rep, you know? Okay. And like if nine out of 10 times, the supervisor is gonna say what I'm saying. Right. You know, and that's something that you try to avoid. You don't tell them like, well, the manager's going to tell you what I'm telling you. That's I've learned that the hard way, I, yeah. you know, when I first started at Amex, I would say, well, they're just going to tell you what I'm telling you. But they want to hear it from them for some. It's a title thing. It's a you know it's a class thing. Yeah. Uh, you're just a phone rep. Like the manager can do it all. Like yeah. they act like they're speaking to the CEO of the company. You know. Okay. Um. So I think as long as you know that yourself, like you know that your manager, supervisor is gonna have, hopefully have your back. If it, you know if you have that kind of trust, and you're doing everything that you're supposed to be doing, then it, it it's also a fear thing. You know. Right. we as, as uh, representatives here, manager and immediately we think spiral like okay. oh my god i'm going to get in trouble if the manager gets here so if they're really persistent on it i would just say just keep reiterating what they're going to hear again right you know and then if you do have to escalate then just explain to the supervisor manager i said everything you know that i can this person just wants to hear it from you and sometimes they sometimes they'll tell them the same exact thing and then the customer will be like okay because a matter So sometimes it's a lot about the title as well. They don't really need the manager. So they're not getting anything special for the most part. I mean, unless it's like a circumstance where like we dropped the ball on something, but then that's something that I would be able to pick up on as well so it wouldn't get to the manager. Because if it's like, if I clearly see who we dropped the ball on this, I do apologize. Mm -hmm. Let me fix it, then it won't need to escalate. But if it's something that they want their way and it's not their way or anything else, you know, then yeah, at that point, you, they have to hear it from that manager. And sometimes I'll escalate further, you know? <laughs> like, I've had oh. people escalate on my manager. Who's yeah, he's your president manager? president of the company. But literally, I've had, right. what's the CEO? How can I talk? I'm like, well, he's, I've never met him. <laughs> I'm sure he's in an island. Put somewhere. Biden on the phone. Put Biden, yeah, 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 no, so.
0: What's up, happy people? We are in Wynwood to talk to people on the street about customer care. Let's see.
2: I would just say companies who, who kind of think a bit ahead of what the what's good for customer experience okay you know like you know just a place like having a you have a, a some kind of a shop or a place you know you can think, simple things like you can park in front makes it easier to go there than versus another place where you can't park
0: I don't know just try to relate with people what they're going through the same thing you know right. relate yourself to the same thing where they are you know if you have vacation just yeah. Imagine you're on vacation
2: somewhere else, how you want somebody to treat you. True. So yeah. you treat somebody the way you want to get treated.
1: You will find some places that, like, customer service isn't that great. Yes.
2: But obviously, with higher-end stores comes higher-end customer, so, right? customer service. <laughs> when they don't pay attention to you, when you have to, like, uh, imagine a restaurant or something, you're sitting down and you're like, hey, hey. <laughs> right, right, right. Yeah, they're not <laughs> even looking at you
0: yeah. <laughs> or something. Has that yeah. happened in Miami yet or no? Uh, yeah, I think in <laughs> no, Norma- Orlando. Yeah,
2: in Orlando. In Orlando,
0: more. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah was, <laughs> should have said.
2: No, but it was it was like, it was
0: like so many. What would you think it was too busy or what was happening? No,
2: uh, I don't know. Yeah, the, they're just like not looking quick and trying to like uh, yeah, get okay. you out of the place. So it's like okay, okay you order this, buy until you finish your lunch. Come back, take okay. your plates Wait. and buy. I don't want to know anything more about you. So it's, um, I had the experience at a hotel and in Arizona and I wanted to send flowers to uh, uh, to my girlfriend in, in a hotel in Mexico yeah. and, and it was just, you know, something as simple as that yeah. was was complicated for them, uh, you know, yeah. just, oh no, you have to send me your credit card and you have to send me this and you uh, scan your documents and your, you know, ID and all this and send me all that. I said, but if I make a reservation for the hotel, you don't ask me for all that. I
0: need the juicy stuff. Oof. Give me some stories of some bad customers. Oh man,
1: uh, when I hear a bad customer, I takes me back to the W Hotel, okay. like dealing with them face to face. Oh right, right, right. We had a lot of celebrities, politicians, a lot of NDAs that I had to sign. Oh my gosh, okay. Uh, and there was this one <laughs> celebrity that we all know, and okay. possibly love, um, uh-huh. but they were staying at the hotel and there was like a special celebration that they were having with their uh, partner also, another famous person. Um, they wanted the bathtub to be filled with liquid chocolate. This is a wow. hundred country story. Okay. I can't see the Now I'm thinking said of the
0: person who it could be. <laughs> Was it Willy Wonka? <laughs> it's literally yeah. Okay. No,
1: it's literally right. Close actually. No. No. Uh, yeah, they wanted the beforehand the, the bathtub filled with liquid chocolate. We were looking at it from a you know a hygiene point of view from like a, just how it was to be cleaning in, just the, the whole... Does it destroy the plumbing in the
0: hotel? Right, yeah, right. right. <laughs>
1: yeah. um, so we did what the W would do. It provided the, the bathtub. Wow, but, that service. But yeah. <laughs> when they get there, they realize it's a horrible idea. That celebrity... That's gross. Know, and we horrible. hadn't spoken to them at all. It was all, you know, they're people. We were talking. We were, he so wants this, he wants this. And that did everything. We had roses, like rose petals, on the oh, okay. on the bed, heart shape, yeah. the, the chocolate bathtub. And we didn't ask them, are you are gonna are you gonna bathe in it? Gonna... Yes. Yeah. And then it's they get there, new. and the the, per- the celebrity throws a fit because the the chocolate was too uh, thick. He wanted literal like, I don't know, like YooHoo chocolate, you know, like like water chocolate. <laughs> I, I don't know what he wanted.
0: It's chocolate, it's too chocolatey.
1: Yeah, and then he made the entire cleaning staff clean everything uh, so that he could now stay in the, in the room without the chocolate bathtub that he requested. Uh, and that that's the, obviously like. That's an clear, insane example. Yeah, that's, <laughs> you asked for crazy, you wanted juicy. That you is, made. you gave um, me j- chocolate juice. Yeah, and then and for Amex, so there was another one and Amex, uh, <laughs> I keep the name, name dropping of that same name, this is also an actress that has oh, the okay. black card, the centurion card. Okay, cool. And with the centurion card, you can do like anything. You can be There's, able, no There's no limit. No yeah. limit, and you have a 24-7 concierge. Okay. Um, we've had people that were in Tokyo at you know, three in the morning and they wanted a Murcielago or like a, a, a Lamborghini like to rent it right then and there, and you're over here trying to book something in Japan but it's 3 in the morning over there, it's like yeah. midday here, but they <laughs> wanted now. We had this one uh, person, a client, high-end client, yeah. an actress as well, known name, who wanted a, to meet like a panda, do like a panda, uh, uh, yeah, in China. It's an endangered animal. Yeah, okay. it's an endangered animal. The, the, the meeting was set up and then she to a panda, she never showed up. And that kind of sucked, you know, because- Was the panda's heartburn? <laughs> yeah, it died. <laughs> <laughs> it just, couldn't handle the heartbreak. No, and passed away. Okay, probably did. But if we we scale it down yeah. like everyday, not like you know big names. Yeah, I've had people at the Delby Hotel. Um, it's always the locals too that were like super pushy and rude. Really, you're like, yeah. down the street. It's a staycation. Relax. So this is
0: the happy customer channel. Do you have any crazy big story from a customer who was angry and you made them happy? You flipped it on.
1: Yeah, I think um, most recently we you know it was at American Express. I was dealing with the platinum cards, which are the you know the like right before centurion. Okay. Um, this one card member, um, when you work for the, the platinum team, you actually have like your portfolio of regular customers. So it's not like a call center where you get one call and then you never speak to that person ever again. Okay. These were people that I had all the time. I had a very um, particular, complicated customer that would call every day. And I would, I knew that it was going to be a, a, a tough call mm-hmm. because it was always something wrong, you know. And this was someone that just wanted to be heard and just wanted to be, you know, maybe he was a little bit lonely in their everyday life and I was his like therapist at some point, you know. Uh, there was one time that he incurred a big chunk of interest. Like it was like $500 worth of interest on in his uh, bill. And he was definitely super upset. And then I couldn't figure out why, because with the platinum card, you have to pay it off every month so you don't yeah. incur interest. Yeah. I'm like, why are you getting interest? You like know, how? Yeah. I'd put it on, let me place it in a brief hold. let me look into this. And then I'm looking through it. And I'm like, and then he had set some something called pay over time, which incurs interest and gives you like a, the option to pay over time. And it's not something he wanted. He wanted to pay in full. But this secret setting. so I'm like, oh my god, this is it. So I went in the system, system, like fixed the, the setting. I reached out to my manager via you know the chat. I'm like, hey, I have you know, send him the profile. Can we please waive the the it's, he doesn't incur interest. He pays on time. He's a great customer. He's, uh, can we just, the one time, you know, and for Amex to lose $500? Nothing. Sorry, Amex, you know? yeah. Right, right. <laughs> They're building our company, like, yeah. you can do it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so, <laughs> I don't work for anymore, I can, I can tell. Yeah. And so I went back and I'm like, hey, Mr. Blank, right. I figured it out. He's like, no in way, you know, like, what's going on? Tell me, tell me. I'm like, you, actually, somehow, this setting had, uh, installed on your, on your card, in your profile, yeah. I took care of it and before he could jump, because he, I know he was going to be like, well what are you going to do about the fine?" And yeah. I was like, and before you ask, I did get approval, I waived the, the, the charge. I, I didn't see my manager there. Right? I waived it. You take the credit. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I waived it for you, you won't, moving forward, you yeah. won't have to incur these crazy interest charges. I'm so sorry that even happened in the first place, right. you take ownership for it, um, but I took care of it, I fixed it, you're good. And then he was like, "Oh my God! Like, where's your office? I want to send you a card. And, oh, wow. and Send me a twenty-five dollar Amazon gift card <laughs> uh, that I bought. It could have been five hundred dollars. Yeah, to offset the interest. Two fifty. But yeah, that was and then since then he and I would check his account every month oh, I'm wow. like, let me make sure that he's not doing that again. Yeah. I like to you know keep my word. If I'm saying totally. you're not gonna get this, then I'm not gonna, gonna have it. Yeah. Know, he never but that's huge that.
0: though because you actually had to figure it out on your own maybe even learn something kind of new about oh, that program. Really and you taught yourself, you took the initiative to figure that out, and you went that extra mile for them. Yeah. yeah, that's huge, I mean, that's exactly what you want to be able to do for a customer, which is, you're not just getting the job done, but you are putting that
1: extra effort. Yeah, probably. And thinking ahead, because I knew that he was gonna ask about the $500 charge, so I'm like, let me cover everything so that he doesn't have, like, a like, but, but, you know? He's, yes, yeah, and then and then you take ownership, like you did, you didn't have to know that I contacted Manager, I took care of it, you know? right? And that goes back to what we were talking earlier. So that's the escalation, you know. Right. That that goes down to that. I could have easily been like, well, uh, let me connect you with my manager, see if he, can, or, he or she can waive it. You yeah. Know, you mentioned something great there, which is accountability.
0: Mm-hmm. I imagine that has a lot to do with diffusing a situation, oh, yeah. which is you kind of, you got to own it a little bit, right? Yeah, of course. So yeah, yeah tell me about that. Like, what do you, How do you make sure that they know it, that you care, and that you are being accountable?
1: I think it's always remembering that like, yeah, a company will have a CEO, you know, they'll have like their top chiefs in charge, right. but at, at the end of the day for that 10 minutes, you are kind of the CEO. You are the face of the company. You are representing that. Whatever you're doing, you're representing them. So I think you put that into perspective as well and you put it into the mindset that I have control right now. Like you're calling me for my assistance. Right. Like this is, this is not, I didn't reach out to you. You came to me because you need something. So you remember that, and it's not, it's kind of like a power dynamic too. Like, yeah, you're the customer, but at the only of the day, like, I'm the one on the phone. I'm the one with your profile. I know everything that you've got. Yeah. You know, like, and people will cheer, like, oh, I don't know, I didn't do this. And I'm like, since right here you did, you know? So it's accountability of yourself. Yeah. I, I recognize those websites. <laughs> yeah, like, Tinder <laughs> sure. Plus, I would never, never. I'd happily met with that. Okay, sir. Sure. <laughs> so accountability just, you know, just own it, like, it's your company, but you make the most of it. You, you, you own that company at that time. You have I, that confidence. I, yeah. I was CEO of American Express for those 10 minutes with Mr. Blank. Well, thank you. We just spoke to the CEO of American Express. Thank First you. Latin CEO. Latin CEO. <laughs> um,
0: thank you so much, out This is great. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah. And um, with 10 years of experience doing this uh, for banks, for the W Hotel, for credit cards, for everything, Uh, but it kind of gave us a lowdown for all these angry customers. So, thank you. Yeah, of course.